It seemed we live in the American dream. But the people has up got the lowest self-esteem. The prettiest people do the ugliest things. For the road to riches and diamond rings. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Boom shakalaka turtle! Welcome back, you guys. This is the Millennial Classics with yours truly, Swadik Mayanche, Mambari Makaya. And on this podcast, we talk about the best and most memorable movies, music, and culture-changing events from our generation. This is a good week. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. Mambari, please tell the folks at home, why am I so happy to talk Millennial Classics today? Uh, so, obviously, we've been doing a lot of movies, mm-hmm. but now we're going to do go back, do an album, and we're going to do probably the most memorable album and the biggest album of the 2000s mm-hmm. in terms of impact, the college dropout. Yes. Listen. I mean, it, usually I, I tell Bomburi and his bullshit hyperbole, get the fuck out of here. But there's no, there's no arguing with this. There is no arguing with this. Bomburi, why? Why are we doing College Dropout? Why is the College Dropout a millennial classic? So aside from the fact that it's like an insanely good album, like songs, dope songs up and down the entire album, it's also probably one of the most influential album in terms of rap music for the rest of the decade, guys like Lupe, Kid Cudi, who like, we might even talk about, like, there's going to be guys we talk about later and it's going to be from cause of this album. Yes. Cudi, um, J. Cole, Gambino, like, I mean, so many Chance, guys. Okay, how do you? Oh, everyone always forgets Chance the Rapper. Chance, Chance the, rapper the Rapper is a younger Kanye West. I don't understand how people forget him. Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. He's in that list. I was talking about more like iconic guys. <laughs> Here he goes again. Here he goes again with his fucking bullshit. <laughs> All right, you guys, look, so you know why we, uh, why, what we're doing today. So let me take you into my time machine and let's go back. And this time, I'm not going to talk about the big picture stuff. And yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. But I want to tell you specifically what was going on with Kanye West at the time. Let's go back in time. All right. So just to get us all started, Kanye West started his whole production career in the mid-1990s, and he was making beats for his local artists in Chicago. He became a member and a producer of the Go-Getters, a late 1990s Chicago rap group. Um, And this was in that rap group was GLC, who does a feature in this album. Um, He was finally recognized when he made uh, the sound, when he made beats for Jay-Z's 2001 album, the blueprint. And then Capitol Records, this is where big things were supposed to happen for Kanye. Capitol Records was supposed to sign him, and then Dame Dash pulled him over and said, as a rapper. Yes, yes, as a rapper. And then Dame Dash said, nope, you're coming to Rockefeller, and the rest is history. And that's when Mumbury will take it from there. But to set the stage for this specific album, um, Kanye West, uh, in this breakthrough year, when he in 2002, while he was making this album, He did get into a car crash um, while he was falling asleep driving home in California. And then I just want to give you guys a little taste. So if you know, if you've listened to all of the the, the college dropout songs and you understand that this is not the typical hip hop type of music that you'd be listening to, I want to remind you guys what hip hop was like in 2003 going into 2004. The top songs in 2003 in the Billboard Hot 100 was 50 cents in the club, booty shaking. 21 questions, sex, 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 sex. Shake your tail feather by P. Diddy. Iconic. <laughs> it is iconic. And this one I do think we should talk about. Oh, uh, hell, uh, hey, yeah, by, uh, by Outkast. But none of these songs, none of these hip hop songs is the kind of, is talking about your personal problems, is doing the things that Kanye West does. And then I just want to end with the top albums of 2004 because that's when the college dropout came out. Um, Encore by Eminem. 
D12 World by D12. That's Eminem's group. Like Eminem was in that, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Yes. And then um, the college dropout was number three. But um, that's, by the way, testament to how great of a rapper Eminem I mean, that's is. why he couldn't get signed. Because he wasn't like a gangster rapper. Exactly. He wasn't, he was, I mean, he had the pull on the backpack. That's, <laughs> that's really the whole thing. So exactly. um, this is like a seminal moment for hip hop. That's why all those guys I named, it like completely changed and then by 2007 when he's doing graduation it's like 50 cents on the way down and Kanye's still going up so it actually didn't debut number one debuted number two 440 that's like so wild you could just see how the music industry it yeah. debuted number two at 440,000 records sold so i so when you when you say the actual numbers sold that doesn't mean anything to me because i don't know like those numbers when it comes to like albums and stuff especially in a streaming age but yes the fact that it debuted at number two is mind fucking blowing. It's mind blowing. I mean, that's a lot. Like, like Future just released an album. Like, a lot of people release albums and they get like 160. Oh, shit. Holy shit. And then, like, really good is Drake in the weekend. They do like 400, 500. Um, Drake always does, pretty much always does more than Kanye. But, like, even Kanye later, like, he was doing like, I think Yeezus did 300. So you're telling me his very first album was 400 copies, 440,000? But this is like peak music industry. This is what people were dropping. I think Lil Wayne, the Carter 3 did a million first week. Shit. So this is when people were like out buying albums. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Do you know who was number one that week? You'd have to give me options. I have no idea. You'd have to give me options. I can't. I can't give you options because I, I, <laughs> I don't know who. So because I just did. I just did. Read the list. Was it Eminem? It was Nora Jones. Who? Nora Jones. <laughs> Nora Jones. Nora Jones. Number yeah, one no. for the next two weeks. She like she was number one. What's oh, so a she? Nora. Oh, I thought you said Norid. Oh, Nora Jones. I don't know who that is, but good for her for being yeah. at the top of the college drop-off for two weeks. And this was his biggest um, album in the U.S., 3.4 million copies sold total. That's amazing. That's so, amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, in, terms of, in terms of critics, I mean, critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. one Grammy for best rap album, nominated for best album. I mean, up and down, ton of best end lists. It's yes. just a great album. And then he continues it. I mean, it's like, that's what makes Kanye Kanye. It's like, for a, a while, it's just like every album's. He's probably the best in terms of full-on albums, making albums top to bottom. And it's actually like a cohesive unit. Yes. He's yes. the best at it in the world, I think. And uh, like, you can just see with this, because the same themes go through the whole, whole album. Um, and it's, I mean, it's just amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, right? Uh, some people these days have a, some issues making the theme of an album stay consistent in a seven-song album. This is a 21-song album, and in every song, you understand what he's saying, and it makes sense with the rest of the album. It's a story from top to bottom. Like Burry said, it's, it's like... It's, I mean, sometimes it can get beat to death. Sometimes, course, yeah. Uh, most definitely. It's 21 songs, but, but... At the end of the day, like if you just play from top to bottom and just listen to it, it's the same message. Yes, over and over and over again. Sometimes you got to skip a few, but it's the same message. It's cohesive and top to bottom is fantastic. Before we get into the details, because we are going to get into the details of this album. Mumbari, before the re-listen, what was your memory? And maybe, of course, you always have, you know, music playing and you definitely hear and Kanye and College Dropout might come on. But what did you remember when we both decided the College Dropout is what we're going to do for the Millennium Classic? What first came to mind? The, the memory that's burned into my head mm. is the Jesus Walks music video when it came out and then Kanye is like rapping. It's like in a hallway yes. and the fire is like coming all the way around. And it's like, gee, and it wasn't even like, there was this back when he was like, you know, you go to church for Easter and Easter and Christmas. Yeah. And this shit was like, oh my God, this shit is so sick. And that was like, you know, like when you're a kid, there's like three songs you can memorize, like front to back. Jesus Walks mm-hmm. is one of them. Yeah. Funny ass punchlines, like quotables 
up and up and down and that's like what i remember that music video no and i agree with you a thousand percent like i remember the music and that and like you said yes maybe it was peak music back then because mtv jams was fire you mm-hmm. would legitimately sit down on your couch in front of the tv in front of the tv and watch music videos they're telling you we're gonna play kanye in 10 minutes right work. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. I have I'll wait. I can't imagine asking, I mean, doing that right now, but it's insane. And that's what happened. Um, but for me, it was a little bit different. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, I come from a Muslim household. I legitimately had to sneak, sneak headphones only with the CD player listening to Jesus Walk. Most I mean, of the he's rest. A prophet, though. <laughs> I, according to Kanye. <laughs> no, Jesus, bro. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying Kanye. I thought you were saying, yes. Um, but no, the thing I remembered the most um, was the All Falls Down um, music video. It was a music video, so I We'll talk about Stacey Dash later, but I mean, iconic. <laughs> iconic. I, I remember watching that, uh, that, that music video. And yes, again, it was on MTV Jams. It was on MTV, all of it. And you'd see it all the time. I always thought it was the silliest. I didn't understand why he was like in the bathroom with the mustard. I didn't understand any of that, but I was like, I love the song and it's amazing. It's the greatest. So this is what we're going to do. Well, we're going through um, this millennial classic, The College Dropout. We are going to go through each of these songs because I think you need to. It is a fantastic album. Some songs will go quicker. Some songs will stay and talk a while, but we've got to do it because, God damn it, this album is perfect. So yeah. right off the bat, the intro, the intro, Mumbari, the intro. Kanye, can I talk to you for a minute? When you listen to this album a lot, the skits kind of drag a bit, right? Mm-hmm. But the only skits that I don't skip are the Bernie Mac ones because they're yes. hilarious. Yes. And intro we into we don't care. The Bernie Mac picks, I love it. I mean, great. I'm, so I'm, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is the, I only found this out because uh, I did my research and I needed to know the Bernie Mac in, like skits. It's not Bernie Mac. Who is it? It's, it's an impersonation by DeRay Davis. And by the way, DeRay Davis does all of the male skit voices in this outside of, I think it's Reese Witherspoon. Is that why DeRay in the, in the car in the video for uh, Through the Wire? Were they boys back then? Um, I did not First find... Off, I didn't know DeRay was that old, bro. Well, and it's, been around, and, huh? and, it's, <laughs> and it's pronounced DeRay. That's what I just said. Okay, well, word. Um, I've been calling him DeRay in my head the entire time. I've been saying DeRay, DeRay, DeRay. <laughs> Maybe it's DeRay, man. I don't know. Um, but uh, DeRay, DeRay, whatever. We'll call him Mr. Davis. He does the impersonations for Bernie Mac, and he does that, the, the, the school nerd. skits. Um, he does the, those voices as well. Um, and basically, this is it, the intro is the Bernie Mac administrative school character asking him to do an uplifting song. And what Kanye does, he does We Don't Care. I got the perfect song for the kids to sing. And all my people that's drug dealing just to get by. That's the tone. That's literally what I wrote. It said, sets the tone. Great punchlines, the dyslexic 12 questions, 50 cent line. Mm-hmm. It's great, great hook. A lot of great hooks on this entire album. So what I loved about this song specifically, We Don't Care, is that Kanye gets, when he gets to sing, the kids to sing along in it, it yeah. makes so much sense for the next skit, Graduation Day, because he gets the kids to sing. And if you don't remember- It's a trick he uses a bunch. Go ahead. It's a trick he uses a bunch and it, it works like almost every time. Oh, it just, 100%. Whenever you get the kids singing in the background, it's so great. I, I've been watching while um, preparing for this. I've been watching a lot of people like, you know, like the Vox. This is Kanye's breakdown of his music type stuff. Right. Um, and they make it very clear that Kanye is obsessed with like human voice. And it's like the singing and like how he can change that and do tour. Uh, like, you know how people say that Kanye started the chipmunk vocal yeah, type thing. Chipmunk soul. Chipmunk soul, exactly. So like, and it's very clear and you hear it right from the get. Yes. Um, and the reason the graduation day skit is what the graduation day skit is, is because in We Don't Care, not only does he get the kids to sing in the choir, he gets the kids to sing in the choir about 
drug dealing. I mean, that's yeah. literally the, what the song is about. We're going to deal drugs and we don't give a fuck. Um, and then in graduation day, uh, D. Ray, D. Ray Davis comes back as Burton Mac and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you gotta yeah. get the fuck out of here. I love that. That's my favorite skit. Yeah. <laughs> you will not walk across this stage. You won't slide across this stage. Motherfucker can't pull you across the motherfucking stage. Kanye. Um, but before we continue, graduation day. When he says, use a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't get enough of that. You can't get enough of that. And then this is it, man. This is one of my top three songs of the album, All Falls Down. It's the fourth song featuring Selena Johnson. It's the third single, and it peaked at seven on the Billboard's Hot 100, nominated for Best Rap Song at the 47th Grammys. This is the real one, baby. I'm telling you. Shot um, and this song has bad taste because it's such a good song. It was wait, what you just? It was su- yes. America such a good song. has bad taste, of course, because it should have been number one. It should have been number one, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It was just like I love the song. This is the song that came to my mind when I thought about this album. Um, yeah. And the song is 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 amazing because it's all about America's materialistic lifestyle and how insecurities. I mean, yes, named a daughter Alexis. Oh. Oh. It's like one of the lines that just always comes out. It tells yes. a story and it really goes with the themes that he, he set out. And it, it like this song shows how different it is. Cause even when like 50 Cent does like a, a like a loving song, it's still like 21 questions. <laughs> and this is just like, it's not even that loving. It's just telling a story, but it's way more sincere than like anything 50 Cent put, it's, put it's, out. Yeah, it's so sincere because it's so real. Um, and Mumbari, I have to ask, did you see, did you know, fun fact about the song, he released an earlier version of the song and it was called Self-Conscious? Yeah. Anyway. Did you? Yes. So look, for those well, of you- who- He had a mixtape that came out earlier. Yeah. The song leaked too. And so when that song leaked, he completely changed a lot of stuff, dropped two songs mm-hmm. and then changed the album again. Yeah, so he's been he's been postponing stuff for such a long time, and it's just how he works. So it was literally the first ones for the first album was postponed three times. He's been pushing things back all this entire time, but yeah. Um, so you already saw I I had it all like screened up ready. Do you want to watch the poetry slave? Can we please watch? All right. So for for those watching at home, we're gonna watch the poetry slave because I loved it. I did. I never saw it until this, and I was like. How is this real? And he, do, he does really well when he does it. There we go. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the song Self-Conscious. If you've never seen it, never heard of it, it's basically the same lyrics of All Falls Down, but it's a poetry slam version. I would love for you to just sit back, relax, and enjoy it with me because fucking God, it is beautiful. From Chicago, Illinois, please give it up for the future of hip-hop, Kanye West. <laughs> This more I spent a lot of um time like trying to like pick out my outfit because I'm like really into clothes. I'm gonna be the best dressed rapper out in the game. So, uh, you know, I got my I don't what. I'm, I'm so self-conscious. Uh, that's, that's, that's why you always see me with at least one of my watches. Uh, Rollies and Poshes then drove me crazy. I, I can't even pronounce nothing. Pass that for Stacey. Uh, <laughs> then, then I spent 400 bucks on this. Just to be like, nigga, you ain't up on this. <laughs> Right? I can't even go to the grocery store without some shoes that's clean and a shirt with a team. It seems we live in the American dream, but the people highs up got the lowest self-esteem. The prettiest people do the ugliest things. For the road to riches and diamond rings. We shine because they hate us. Floss because they degrade us. We trying to buy back our 40 acres. And for that paper, look how low we a stoop. Even when I'm in my bins, I'm still a nigga in a coop. I promise, she's so self-conscious. She has no idea what she doing in college. That major that she majored in don't make no money. Told me she majored in TV. (laughs) 
but she won't drop out her parents to look at her funny. Nah, tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. <laughs> Sophomore three years ain't picked a career. Uh, greatness. <laughs> greatness? She said, fuck it, I'll just stay down here and do hair Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new airs Cause her baby daddy don't really care She's so precious, with the peer pressure Couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis <laughs> She had hair so long that it looked like weave Then she cut it all off, now she looked like Eve and she be dealing with some issues that you can't believe. Single black female addicted to retail. I said, fuck the police. That's how I treat them. We bought our way out of jail, but we can't buy freedom. See, we buy a lot of clothes, but we don't really need them. Things we buy to cover up what's inside. Because they made us hate ourselves and love their wealth. That's why Shorty's hollering, where the ball is at? Drug dealer by Jordan, crack here by crack. And the white man get paid off for all of that. Jesus Christ! Holy shit! Wasn't it amazing? But I think I might like that better than the. I like the crowd interaction, and I like he like because he he drops every punchline really well, and you can tell how actual funny it is. Yes, because I I mean I I know the album's funny. Of course, but when he says it, when he shows it like that, it just shows (laughs) how how fucking hilarious. It's fantastic. I absolutely yes, 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 yes. Definitely my top three, uh, top three songs. And it's probably it's probably my favorite. But for this, um, just re-listen for the millennial classics. It actually isn't my favorite. Um, we move really quickly to "I'll Fly Away." One bad morning. It's right after "All Falls skip Down." It. I skip it. I skip uh, yes. shit. I, and for those who don't skip it, like myself, it's a very short song, and it's a rendition of a gospel hymn written by Albert E. Brimless. Um, it's it's super short. It's like what, like thirty seconds, maybe if that. Um, thirty seconds too long. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, but then, right after "I'll Fly Away," and I think it makes sense. "I'll Fly Away," and then the next song is a spaceship because that's what you're using to fly away. At least that's the way I saw it. But Spaceship is the sixth song in the album. It's featuring GLC and Consequence. And remember in the beginning, I told you, GLC actually was a childhood friend of uh, Kanye West. They were both rappers. And obviously, if you don't know who GLC is, is because <laughs> he's not Kanye West, right? <laughs> um, was originally, so the song was originally supposed to be a GLC song. The song is basically about getting enough recognition, how hard he worked, and the Black struggle in Chicago. Mumbari, what did you think about the spaceship? It's about spaceship. I said it was a solid song. I'm always surprised. I, this is a song I always forget when I'm playing the album. And um, it's always like great hook. Nothing wrong with it. I like it. It's a solid song. It's one of those, it's one of those songs where if it was on like a, a shittier album with a shittier rapper, this would be like one of the bigger songs. The singles. But the album's so good that it's just a solid song on the way to the better songs. I don't know. But yeah, it fits no. right in. It goes along with, the, like we've talked about, it. it's like goes along with the cohesiveness of the album. Yes. When going through and listening to the album, this is the one song I listen to the most often. This is probably my favorite song on the album in 2020. And what's it? June of 2020. Right now, Spaceship is my favorite song in, uh, in the college drama. your favorite song on the album. I, I sw- like, I know, I know. There are three songs that I like better than this song, but I'm saying today, right now, June 7th of June 6th of 2020, Spaceship is my favorite. Uh, in my iTunes, re-listening to College Dropout for the past couple of weeks, Spaceship is the most re-listened to, um, rewinded song I have, replayed song that I have. Um, and I, I love the message. The thing that kills me, I mean, the thing that gets me every time is what exactly you said. It's the hook. Uh, most people make fun of Kanye for like singing and he's not that great. Actually at singing on this album, no auto tune. He's like, well, whatever. I mean, he must've gotten some help. But, some help. Most definitely. But, but it's like, it's pretty good. It doesn't exactly. Stand it's not like, yeah, it, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, and yes. So I, I have to say, it, I have to say it, it is my favorite song, but We're moving on to most people's, this is probably most people's favorite song of this album, if not of Kanye's in total, but the seventh song in the album is Jesus Walks. Jesus Walks. 
God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. The only thing I mean, it's probably on on the album. Yes. Both in terms of like popularity and like production. You think so? I mean, the whole choir is banging. It's like Jesus walks, and Mm. it's just like you know, you want to sing along. It's like it really goes. It's not a church song, but it really feels like it because you want to sing along to it. Um, It's just insane. Honestly, the production across this whole album is great, but like some beats stand out, and this is one of them. A hundred percent. I mean, when Jesus Walks came out, um, I want to say it was an immediate hit, but there's like some history behind it, how, uh, you know, record labels didn't want to play it and the radio station didn't want to play it enough. Um, but it ended up being a certified gold and uh, it won a Grammy. Best gospel, best gospel song. Yes. Um, and it had three different music videos made for this one song and two remixes. Um, and I was told that there's a Jesus Walks dance. I was told. I read up my shitty uh, research. I found that there was a Jesus Walks dance, but I couldn't find it. I really couldn't find it. And in fact, when I saw that there was a Jesus Walks dance, I was like, Mabari, do you want to make a millennial classic TikTok and do the Jesus Walk dance together? <laughs> you have to do that one solo with Jesus. Just you and Jesus. Um, and then we're moving on from Jesus Walks. The eighth song of the album was Never Let Me Down. Yeah, I yo, first I snatched the streets, then I snatched the charts. First I had their ear, now I have their heart. Originally recorded to be um, uh, by Jay for Blueprint, The Gift and yeah. The Curse. Um, the song is all about basically how they'll never give up on hip hop, how they're going to give it their all. And there's also it features Jay Ivy. Um, and he does like a spoken word rap version, um, which I kind of really liked in that. Uh, what do you think about Never Let Me Down? It's, it's a, like, it's a good song. Jay-Z, I mean, he comes through. It's, it's not bad. It's just you kind of expect more because it's a Kanye and Jay-Z song on yeah. Kanye's debut album. And then later on, obviously, they do an album together. And it's, it's so good that it's like, you can expect more, right, from these guys. So it, it, it I don't, like, it's not a bad song, obviously. I like it. It's just one of those songs where it's like, eh. Murray, I am so surprised by everything you are saying about this album, right? Listen, for those of you who don't know Mumbury, you couldn't hang out with Mumbury for an hour without hearing Kanye. If you ever been in a car ride with Mumbury, you probably hear Kanye every three songs, max. I am so, like, I am so surprised. He's being, I feel like you, you're low-balling every single one of these songs. <laughs> no, Jesus walks, We, I mean, we kind of went through that, but, like, I, it's... I, I gave it um, of my favorite songs. That's like one of the best ones. And yes. then All Falls Down too. And then I got I got a couple more. It's just Never Let Me Down and Spaceships are one of those things where it's like, like I said earlier, if they were on any other album, yeah, the worst, it, there would be like great songs. It's just it's better songs. Can so I ask? you like, this is the greatest song of all time because it's not. It's, it's not, not the greatest song on the album. It's not the top five greatest songs in the album so i mean yeah so it might it might seem like i'm putting it down but never let me down i don't want to tell you but and i and, and i understand that and i definitely understand that like hindsight especially with after watch thrones and all of that stuff that after the music they put out but like if you just put your mindset in like listening into it like day one obviously you don't know that kanye is going to be as big as kanye is going to be but at the time, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Can I ask? And, it, how- and for, for a song that was supposed to be on Blueprint, it like goes with the album very well still. It's exactly. really soulful. Can I ask, what did you feel about Jay Ivey's like spoken word part, like his verse? Good. Yeah. You liked it? Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy you said that because one of, the, one of the lyrics, the lines that I wanted to mention that I love because I really think that part is like inspirational and it goes with the beat and it's very good. He says, Yeah, I need my Luba Rinde, but that ain't what gives me the heart of Kunta Kinte. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Moving on. Track number nine, Get Him High, featuring Talib Kweli. So this is one of my favorite songs. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Ooh. This is one of the songs where I'm like, I'm always so hyped when this song comes on. Get on high. Because we don't want to hear that weak shit no more. Nah, nah, th- 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 your motherfucking hand. And 
lyrics stick to your rib. Oh my God. And then he introduced, he, like the way he introduces, I mean, you could tell he's so funny. And then like, the thing is his public persona, it's like, he always seems like he's scowling and he's pissed, but like his music is so funny and, and lighthearted and the beat really works. This beat really works. And Talib, the best feature. We'll talk about features on the album, but this yeah. is the best feature on the album. And, uh, and so so in, I know you said you have a couple of like my favorite songs. Where does this end up on the couple so of So I have two two-star songs. Okay. And those are Jesus Walks and Get Him High. Oh, wow. So this is up there. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. so, I, so I, it didn't sell me as much, but I did love, I did love, love the song. And I wanted to mention something. Talib Kweli did mention um, uh, in an interview that he saw Kanye make uh, the beat for this song in 15 minutes. He said he, he, he was sitting in the booth and watched Kanye West make the beat for the song in 15 minutes. You just heard um, uh, Burry fanboy over the beat of the song and how well it is. 15 minutes. If you ever doubted Kanye West, this is where you stop, okay? This is where it all stops. Um, but the verses on this are fucking fire where we get the best yeah. lyrics later. There's a couple of lines I just have to talk about. But moving yeah. forward. Oh, no, go ahead. You wanted to say? No, I'm ready, yeah. Moving forward, workout plan. Another skit me. It's been a little bit since the skit. Are you looking all good and stuff? Bro, I know. A, it's that workout. Got you a six-pack Shakur and stuff. You know? So yeah, here we go. Skip. This is a skit I also skip. Oh, my because God. the Barry. next song has a bit of a skit in it. And I uh -huh. feel like it's rip. Like some of these skits are mad repetitive. Oh, like, 100%. They're funny. We'll talk about the next, the skit one and two, and then Little Jimmy. But yeah. by the time I've listened to skit one, I get what Lil Jimmy's trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I always skip that. Moving from workout to work, new workout plan. It's a fun song. Great production. Before we move on to the actual song, the new workout plan, I wanted to ask, it, like, I know, and you're putting, the, and because you and I have listened to the college dropout, the entire album, at least I have like a lot for the past couple of weeks, right? But if you were just to listen to workout plan into the new workout plan, like on its own, I literally thought, I was like, if the new workout plan was a bigger song, this could be, the intro could be as big as Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. Don't you think it's, I mean, it, a couple of the lines I love when the lady's like, I got my six-pack Shakur. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> $3.99. The new workout plan, I really like the, the end when it goes into like a, a little bit country and it's like, ah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I really like that part. I mean, this, the characters are funny. Mm. It's a nice song. It really is a nice song. It's a song that fits in least, though, with the album. Oh, my God. Mabari. You see, the reason I love doing this is because you learn new things all the time. And because I like the song so much, I didn't even, rem I didn't even think about the fact that it's, it really has nothing to do with the rest of the album. This um, might be, yeah, you're right. This might be the most outlying song of the album. Yeah, I, at least I think so. Um, oh, no, 100%. Uh, when I did the research, it, it, the, the way it described the song, it says it's a satire of a workout home video. This has nothing to do with dropping out of college. I just think it's a good idea. So you It's put a it great in. idea. It's a fantastic idea. It's a fantastic song. <laughs> yeah. Number 12, Slow Jams. Um, this was the second single from the album featuring Jamie Foxx. Great intro and Twista. Oh, 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 oh. She says she wants some Marvin what do you think of slow jams so this is the song where it's like i think it, the, it's the biggest disparity between where a lot of people rank it and where i rank it <laughs> i think it's at the towards the bottom of the songs on the album and I, a lot of people love this song um but i, I acknowledge that it's a great song i just don't really like Wait. it that much Wait, I've never what? liked like from the beginning that much, but I like every time I listen to it, it's like I it it feels like a great song. I just don't really. 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen, so yes, uh, a lot of people, including yours truly, Q, your boy right here, disagrees 100%. This is top five songs for me easily. Top five. Probably number five, right? Um, there's a couple of songs that might be able to beat it, but top five songs of this album. Absolutely love the song. I think Twister fucking kills it. And by the way, um, in, late, in late of 2003, uh, this was Twister's number one uh single but it was a different version of this uh, and it came out in his album in twister's album kamikaze in kanye's version of twister's song this is basically twister's song he adds two extra verses for jamie fox and he excludes the jamie original the outro of the song he's i love and jamie fox and I kanye love, together I, the marvin gay gladys knight yes chorus i mean verse so good uh i just I, I don't know what to tell you. I just I'm, I don't really fuck with it, but I know I realized it's such a good song. I literally wrote the light skinned friend look like Michael Jackson. Oh, oh, I mean, that whole dark skin light skin. Yes, like really works. Got a light skinned friend look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skinned friend look like Michael. Jackson. Yes, and I wrote. I know it's a great song, but it's not for me. And and I respect that you're saying that because I just five seconds ago told you that Spaceship is my favorite song on the album, right? So, of course, it's music. You feel different but every single day. I think that day. one, you're on your own on that one. <laughs> oh, well, but you're not with thinking Slow Jibs is not a good song? <laughs> Fuck you and everything you... I didn't say it's not a good song. I said it's a good song. I just, it's not for me. All right. So a song that isn't for me, Q, is the track uh, 13, Breathe In, Breathe Out, featuring Ludacris. That's not for me either. I said that's oh, the weak point. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's an actual song. I'll fly away. I mean, it's, it's I'll skip. But if it's like, if it's playing in a speaker and I'm on the other side of the room, I can wait it out. <laughs> right? It's I'll a 30 second out. song. Right? I'll wait it out. That's, that's my point. I'll wait it out. Oh, but that's if, fair. No, that's fair. Plays, I'm going to brisk walk across that room and hit next. That's what I'll do. Breathe in, breathe out. Let them hoes fight. Pull a weave out. Yes. Um, but I did want to mention. So I immediately wrote, this is the least favorite song of mine on the album. But I, I also said that when you are paying attention to the song, because a lot of the times you're doing something when you're listening to music. But if you listen to the lyrics and pay attention, the verses are fucking fire. One of my favorite um, uh, lyrics, lines from the album is from this song. And it was talking about the PhD and how di- huge his dick is. Love that one. I mean, that's Love. a juvenile joke. It's a juvenile <laughs> joke, but, <laughs> but it works. No one went to college and dropped out of school quick. I always had a PhD, a pretty huge dick. It, it I got works a fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, agreed. Talking about a lot of his better punchlines. That's mm. my point. This is a skip skip song because my and the next because the next song is one of my favorites so that's also why I skip it. Ooh, twisty twisty twist here. Um, <clears throat> but before we get to the next actual song, we have another skit, and this is school skit one. And uh, D Ray DeRay uh, Davis is his back, and this time instead of acting like Bernie Mac, he is a he's basically a. So, Describing how much, how important, how great degrees are, but he's doing it in the most sarcastic way. Yes, possible. he beats it to death. It's yes. pretty funny. Now you'll get that twenty-five thousand job a year, and you'll spend all your money on crack cocaine. But it'll be your money. No more borrowing from mom for my high. And I just want to say, like, Kanye hates college because this dude, <laughs> this dude really. It really hits college. Yes. And it's actually pretty funny how much he hates it. That's what becomes funny later. Yes. Like, because this dude's like, my degrees. Um, yeah, one of the lines is, I love, one of the lines that I love is um, uh, in the skit one, he says, No, I don't know what sexy is. I could count all the change in your purse really fast. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with anything what, to do with anything. Degrees, but. Uh, <laughs> Kanye really is the most petty motherfucker yeah. in, the, in the world. Yeah. Um, uh, so he goes from the school skit um, to the actual track, which is track 15. I mean, the actual song, which is track 15, School Spirit. Say the step, gangsters rock, pimps gonna talk. Oh, heck, you know that boy is. Yep, and this is one of my favorites. Mm. Um, so this song is basically reiterating the main message of the album he's saying basically call it sucks um, there's a couple of lines I would like to say but before I do is there like 
because you, you've already said one of your favorites. I mean, he doesn't say college sucks. He, he says it to a beat. And oh, it, it's like, this is the most like, like the way it goes from alpha step, omega step. Oh. And this is also one of the ones where the vocals, where it just works really well along with, I mean, the production, obviously, but from the alpha step and then it repeats all the way to that feel of woo coming on because... Yes. Um, I had that down. I really like this song. Really like it because of how different it is from all the other songs. So it's, I have it. I literally have it one star. Okay. And it's right there with All Falls Down. Mm. So um, I love the fact you broke, uh, brought up the woos. I literally have that on my notes. I wrote down. Fucking love the ending. A couple of woos coming out. Yes. And when you said he said, I hate college to a beat, he literally says, back to school, and I hate it there. I hate it there. Everything I want, I got to wait a year. I got to wait a year. This nigga graduated at the top of our class. I went to Cheesecake. He was <laughs> our fourth motherfucking waiter there. I, I mean. Every time I'm at Cheesecake. Be- exactly. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And listen. Um, this- and it goes with uh, Chappelle's joke on this last special where he talks about how some guy like was like an he was like top of his class oh yeah got a scholarship then like ended 20 up years him. later he and he, he saw him and he was working at Foot Locker and I was like <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I was like uh I mean Kanye hates degrees and he'll say anything to make a point but the cheesecake line is hilarious, objectively. It's fucking hilarious. And another fun fact about this, uh, this song. Um, Aretha Frank, uh, Franklin helped him write the song, um, and Kanye samples her song, Spirit is Dark. But Aretha Franklin made a very specific note. She said, you can only sample the song, and I will only help you write the song if you promise not to swear. So do me a favor, some homework for you guys to do. Go to Spotify, it, iTunes, yeah, it, all of like these places. Fast forward, it's like, does that work? Ex- yeah, and, and it's, it's so- really blatant. It's so blatant. And in fact, I it pissed me off the first couple of times I was listening. I was like, why does this piss me off? Why doesn't this sound right? And you can only find the explicit, explicit, explicit version online like YouTube. And then you'll actually hear those, the cusses. Will It'll make the song sound a so much better but i love the fact that kanye agreed he's like it's aretha franklin fuck it i'll do what i gotta do and then <laughs> continuing to beat that same horse of hating college <laughs> yeah for two more skits <laughs> two more fucking skits we'll just do both of them at the same time 16 and 17 six track 16 school I'm, skit at this point, I, I skip both of these yeah I, I get it Yes, and then uh, the track is uh, seven. Track seventeen is Little Jimmy skit. Um, I mean, there's not much more to say except for the fact that he hates college. And in the skit too, I don't skip as much because I love it at the end when he's like, "You know what's gonna keep me warm? That's My right, degrees. <laughs> My degrees." And I'm like, "Nigga, all right, shut the fuck up." Because when I die, buddy, you know what's gonna keep me warm? That's right, those degrees. But a fun fact about the little Jimmy skit, because I love my fun facts, um, it's highly suggested that De- uh, Donda West, Kanye West's mom, um, really wanted Kanye to finish school, was not super behind Kanye after he dropped out and started making his records. Um, so a lot of people in Kanye's camp, um, uh, per complex, per genius lyrics, all of these places say that he made these skits specifically for his mom in like a, not like a, fuck you type of way, but just like, this is what I could have been if I didn't do me kind of way. But that's just a fun fact about the skits, but it's kind of fucked up. Track 18, two words featuring most deaf and freeway. Oh, and by the way, boys choir of Harlem. Words, United States, no love, no breaks, no brown, high stakes, crack smoke, black folks. what do you think of two worlds? Probably underrated. Solid track. It's probably the least known song on the album because it's so deep in there. I mean, this song, this album's what, 20, 21 songs? Yes, 21 tracks, songs, I tracks. think. Like, yeah, 18, yeah. maybe 16. But uh, I mean, most Def and Freeway are good. I think this is like Kanye's the weakest point of this song in terms of lyrics. But um, I think it's a solid song. 
God damn it, Mulberry, I love you. Because I literally said the same thing. I was like, that, it sucks, right? It sucks. And that's the, the issue when you get like features on is like, if you sound the worst on your own song, that's kind of a shitty situation. It's but like the big shot effect. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to throw shade so heavy, Mulberry? I'm not throwing shade, bro. <laughs> You're just stating facts, huh? No, no, <laughs> the big shot effect, you're a fucking asshole. And then moving forward to one of the biggest songs in this album, uh, track 19, Through the Wire. Oh, what if somebody from the shadow was ill, got a deal on the hottest rap label of Bram, but he wasn't talking. And I told you in the beginning of the uh, podcast, yeah, that he got into an accident uh, in October 23rd of 2002. And the accident really like invigorated the rest of the album, like... It yes. said he like he like really went in on the album after the accident and recorded this like two weeks after with the with his jaw still wired shut. So that's why um, he sounds like that. But I mean, this song's like iconic. And I mean, a hundred percent iconic. And I wrote here specifically that I hate when rappers do that gimmick bullshit. I'm gonna do an album over the phone via Zoom. I'm gonna do a rap album from jail. Nigga, who gives a fuck? All right, just just do it right, right? But shout out Lucius so- Lyon. <laughs> Wait, what? From Empire, he did an album. He did an album in jail. That's the only thing I know about Empire. <laughs> well, good for Lucius Lyon, but. but- the reason I love the song is because this is legitimate. This is understandable. And you like appreciate him for doing it, right? You really do appreciate him for doing it. And some of the best lines in the album, I think from this song. are from the song. Yeah. Um, one of them is doctor said I had blood clots, but I ain't Jamaican man story on MTV. And I ain't trying to make a band. I swear this right here. History in the making man. Oh my God. And then, yeah, love it. And this love song it. is like, because, I mean, he, he does a ton of samples mm-hmm. throughout the entire song. That's kind of his production style. Um, samples, soul records and stuff. But this song, it's like the easiest song to, to like go back, listen to the original song, which is uh, Shaka Khan, Through the Fire. Ooh. And then he speeds it up a little bit and just turns into Through the Wire. But it's really cool how he does it. And this song, um, I mean, insane sample, great punchlines. I look like Tom Cruise in Vanilla Sky. Um, A bunch of references, like movie references. Um, My favorite line is like "booze for breakfast, insure for dessert." I drink a booze for breakfast, an insure for dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the scissor. Oh, yeah! Right from the get, right? That's right in the first verse, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, look, Bumbury's been hanging out with too many nurses. It sure, yes. You love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so, where did this rank in your list of songs? We're almost to the um, end, and I haven't heard your favorite favorite. This was is the this one not star it? too. This was the one star. I have three oh, okay. one stars: "All okay. Falls Down," "School Spirit," and "Through the Wire." My two. I stars. am really I cre- curious to know which one of these last couple of songs is your favorite. But before we go to the favorite, um, this song, because like Mumbari mentioned, it, it meant a lot and it kickstarted this album. In a Yahoo Music interview, Kanye West explained that the incident was a blessing in disguise. The only thing this accident is saying is, I am about to hand you the world. Just know that any, um, just know at any given time, I can take it away from you. Through the Y is the worst thing that could have ha- possibly happened to me. And now it's obviously the best thing. Look how it exploded and it made people care. I love this. I love this. I love it. Love the song and I love the sentiment. And it pushed him to make one of the greatest albums, I would say, of all time. Moving forward. Track number 20, Family Business. Family Business, Mumbari. You tell me you ain't did it, then you ain't did it. And if you did, then that's family business. What do you think? It's my three-star song. Oh, a three-star. Oh, my, my God. So this is it? Yeah. This is your favorite song? Mm-hmm. Please. It's a chill song on the album. Relaxing. It, like, this song makes you think of home. This song, uh, um, it's like Kanye is most relatable, sincere. He's talking about, like, three by the legs and three by the head. <laughs> and you would have to tell my girl that I peed in the bed. Um, I just love this song. I can listen to this song over and over again. Um, 
it's really like in the same vein as Hey Mama in that in that in that zone. But I think I, I like this better, um, and I just really like this song. Bombari, really, are we the same human being? I literally have in big bold letters in my notes, Hey Mama, right? And I said most relatable song ever. Most, it's it just if you listen to the song, it's so ch- like it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're yeah. just hanging out. You have the song in the background, and you feel at home, right? You feel at home because of everything you're saying, and I. It, the reason it's most relatable because you're right. Who hasn't had sleepovers with their cousin? Who hasn't peed the bed? And who doesn't keep seek family secrets? You know that line where he's like, yeah. oh, love that line. That's family business. And it, I mean, yes, works so well. And if you want to draw a line from where Kanye is now and what he raps about and what he does to this song, it's like two completely different people. And this song is like the opposite end of the spectrum from like, Jesus, I mean, completely different. Completely different. I mean, right now he's complaining because he can't get a a fucking fashion deal with Versace, right? Like that's... What is on Ye? He raps about his his, uh, assistant scratched his his Lambo coming out of the shop or some shit like that. And it's like... I mean, that's a problem, but it, it, it ain't family business. It's not. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and for those who are wondering, per complex, this is per complex, the stories in the song are not all actually Kanye's. A couple of them are. So maybe you can, there's theories behind which are and which aren't. But uh, Terry Torre, um, who sings a couple of the vocals towards the end of the song, he helped uh, Kanye uh, with a couple of these stories and they, so, so most of these stories are Kanye's and some of these stories are Therese. Um, but just a fun fact, they're not all about Kanye. Last song in the album. Uh, and it's really, it's called last call. I had to throw everybody out the motherfucking room. Cause I'm fucking, I like to propose a toast. I said toast motherfucker. Uh, Mumbari, what'd you think? Uh, first time or first, like, if you listen to this album, if you listen to the song once a year or something like that, it's, it's a good listen. It's funny. Um, the song in the beginning's good. And then obviously his story about like how he got to where he is, is a great story. It's just, it's a 12 minute outro and it's just so long. <laughs> and I, and I have to say, it's not even my favorite outro because um, J. Cole on Forest Hills Drive has note to self and that outro is so much better. I oh, like shit. that so much. Like I'll actually listen to that outro. I like, need I'll to listen. It. Like I feel like I'll I've always it. skipped it. I'll play it in the background and I'll just like get be hype listening to J. Cole talk. And uh and he's more thanking people in that one. Whereas this one Kanye's just talking about how he got to where he is. And it's a good it's a good it's a good song. And it's iconic because Jay-Z says, first and foremost, fuck you, Kanye. And everyone knows that line. But um, uh, it's, it's good. I'll, but this is a song you have to skip uh, if you want to. I mean, you, person, yes. you skip this song. Yeah. And, you, 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 and I have that right away. It's like, yeah, you skip the song. Number one, the outro is, you, you're right. It's like, it's a day long. Um, I, I haven't listened to J. Cole's Note to Self um, outro. Um, I need to. But... I do think that, yes, it is just a story about how Kanye got this record deal, but it, it also is really, really funny at some times. <laughs> like some really, really funny bits if you do listen to the whole thing. And if uh, for someone like myself who's doing a podcast all about Kanye West and this specific album, listening to that was the most informational. And like you want your artists and these people to just be like transparent and tell you like, yeah, I get through this, but I'm not like like a perfect human being, you know, there's struggles up the way. Listen to the, the, that outro. And it's like, he was getting evicted from his house. Like the, the actual story is, it's like the making of a star. It's kind of an epic story. It really yeah, is. An yeah. Epic like story. I said, but you still skip this shit. I mean, you skip the shit. Minutes. Yeah. I'm not here to listen to life stories, but oh, the, exactly. other thing, <laughs> the other thing is, uh, cause we've talked about how funny, Kanye is and how like uh, he does like the awkward but then funny thing a bunch of times like in that spoken word mm-hmm. um, I just watched the video of him at the 2005 Grammys when he won um, best rap album for the first time have you seen that video 
Um, no, I haven't. Do you want it's me to so pull it funny. up? Do you want me to pull it up? Pull it up because the end of that video. What is it? So, so what is it titled? 2005 um, best rap album. It's two minutes, so you can literally. Grammy skip goes to the college dropout, Kanye West. No, I want to watch it. Look at that hair, dude. Look at that hair, dude. Do you see it? Yeah, I see it. Um, y'all might as well get the music ready because it's finna take a while. I love this man. He literally goes from laughing to being so serious. When I had my accident, I found out at that moment, nothing in life is promised except death. If you had the opportunity to play this game of life, you need to appreciate every moment. A lot of people don't appreciate their moment until it's passed. Huh. And then you gotta tell those Al Bundy stories. You, you remember when I, but um, right now is my time and my moment, thanks to the fans, thanks to the accident, Thanks to God, thanks to Rockefeller, Jay-Z, Dame Dash, G, my mother, Rhyme Fest, everyone that's helped me. And I plan, I, I, I plan to celebrate. I plan to celebrate and scream and pop champagne every chance I get, because I'm at the Grammys, baby. I know, I know every, I know, Everybody asked me the question. They wanted to know what kind. I knew he's gonna wild out and he's gonna do something crazy. Everybody wanted to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Yo! Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Bumbury. Yeah. That is quintessential Kanye at his best. Yeah, great. That, oh my, that was kind of perfect. Took extra long. It took you a hot second to get into it because you, he's always so prompt <laughs> to get into it, right? Yeah. But once you got into it, you were there for the fucking ride. You mm-hmm. waited till the end and the punchline, amazing. Yeah, that's 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 I don't know if you practice that, but obviously you can't practice winning the getting the speech. But that last line was goddamn near perfect. Goddamn near perfect. I know we said we weren't going to do this, but just so it's easier for me to edit. Remember, just give me like the solid list. Give me what's your one stars, your two stars, and then what's your three stars. Just give me your favorite, just like that, real quick. Okay, my three one stars. Mm-hmm. All falls down. School spirit through the wire. Really like all these songs. Beautiful. But my two two stars are Get Em High and Jesus Walks. And then my three star is Family Business. Perfect. Um, uh, I can't disagree. I mean, I love all of those songs. I can't disagree with all of that. Putting Family Business as top tier is insane, but I have an insane. I have my, my list is just as insane. And for me, it's I only have two levels. Um, the Just Made It and then the number one. The number one, like I said and explained, is Spaceship. Um, the ones That's right below. That's more insane. That's like certifiable, bro. <laughs> when, you, when you knock into a mental health facility and you're like, <laughs> man, why are you here? And it's like, yo, I put Spaceship number one on my, my college dropout list. <laughs> um, and I will not. I will not feel bad and I will never budge on it. I love that song. I love the message. But on the tier right below, I, the, the A1 sauces are All Falls Down, Jesus Walks, and Through the Wire. Um, and I, I think we both agree, Breathe In, Breathe Out, worst song on the album. Can we just not even? Yeah, when we talk about LVPs and MVPs. Mm. LVP is Luda because I mean Luda and Kanye, it should be should have been something so good, right? And uh, that's what we get. And then MVP for features, I think it's Talib Kweli and Selena Johnson for All Falls Down. Ooh, Selena Johnson sneaking in there. Yeah, um, I think it's both of them. Can I ask you a crazy question? I don't even know if you would know. 
there's a ton of songs that um, Kanye has that has vocals, but they're not named as features. But Selena Johnson is named as a feature. What's yeah. it like? How do you do you know what the difference is? Do you know when you can be considered a feature? Do you just have to be big enough? You get paid a lot for a feature. I mean, okay. and uh, I mean, some people do unnamed features too, like famous people. Where they okay. just won't name them. Uh, and it'll just be the title of the song. Uh, but uh, it's up to the artist and what you agree to. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, and I have no complaints with the uh, LVP. Um, it's just that the only reason I can't give Luda uh, the LVP is just because he is, he's a big name on himself. And like I said, when we were talking, for features, that was just for features. I understand that. But I'm saying just for this album, I'm saying, like I said, when we were talking about breathe in, breathe out, like I love the lyrics. I love the lines. I love that. I just don't like the song and I don't like the beat, <laughs> which is saying a lot, but the lyrics are fire. So that's why I can't give Ludacris the LVP. I actually have to give uh, the LVP to um, what's it called? Um, it's one of those, I think, GLC. GLC. In what song was he in? Do you remember? Uh, Spaceship. <laughs> your favorite song. Yes. This is hilarious. No, um, no. The LVP comes out of your number one song. No, yes. And but the worst song, Luda's stop. good. That's what you tell me. I think Luda is, I, I can't put him at the least because I like his lines. I'm saying GLC, he sat. It, it doesn't it matter makes, about his lines. The song is not... Good. The song is fantastic. I think it flows well, but I'm saying when you're listening to the lyrics, the reason I give GLC the like the LVP is because it's shit. What he's saying is just shit. It ruins the song. But it's still your favorite song. It, it, yes. Makes yes. no sense. We should move on because you make it no sense. Don't worry about it. To be clear, College Dropout is your number one album, and the number one song in your number one album is Spaceships. Just to be clear. And the LVP of the number one album of your number one is on your number one song and it's GLC and he ruins the song according to you. But it's still your favorite song on your favorite album. Yes. You're telling us. That's exact. I love the way you put a bow around that and tied it up. That's it. That's how I feel and that's what we're going with. Um, before we wrap this up. Any uh, last lyrics? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah, best lyrics. Oh, I, we've mentioned most of them. Yeah. Uh, most of the ones I have listed, but I have, I think, two more here. Uh, so one of them that I absolutely love um, in the new workout plan. Oh, tell me that is a fire. Tell me that is a fire. Because when we were talking about uh, what, where were you when you first like got hyped and yeah. where were you? And I talked about Jesus Walks and watching the music video. As a kid, mm. the line that stuck with me the most and the line that I quoted the most. And we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, huh? Y'all eat pieces of shit. What's the basis? We ain't going to where we got suits and cases. I mean, uh, I thought that was so funny when I was a kid. Because it's like that was just something you heard. It was like a line, like I piece to show you for breakfast. I think I love that line, and it's one of my favorites. It's fantastic that I have here. Uh, the one that Mumbari mentioned. She got a light skinned friend, look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skinned friend, look like Michael Jackson. Epic. I mean, that's one of my all time favorites, like ever. Right? Just so super catchy. Uh, and then in Jesus Walks, just to go back to. Uh, probably the best song of the album. They said you can rap about anything except for Jesus. They said you can rap about anything except for Jesus. That means gun, sex, lies, videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played, huh? <laughs> yeah, he loves that, huh? Yeah. And then even, dude, even on Jesus Rocks, this is why Jesus Rocks is so good. I'm just trying to say the way school need teaches, the way Kathleen Lee needed Regis, that's the way I need Jesus. Oh, so my good. God. Oh, anyway, my God. Anyway, we could quote Jesus Walks Up and Down. It's really we like one of those songs. This is one of those albums where I think almost, you might not even like rap and you like this album. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Chance should pay, put half his first paycheck and give it to Kanye for this album. <laughs> but Lupe shouldn't, huh? Lupe, Chance. No, Lupe, and... Nah, don't touch Lupe. Lupe, uh, Lupe lyrically is way better than Kanye. 
we'll say that. Yeah, I mean, and yes, and uh, uh, another thing I picked up doing the research for this, there's a lot of help when it comes to writing Kanye's music. Like a yeah. lot. I mean, and he doesn't shy away from it. Like you can literally see yeah. um, some of the help. I mean, the big hitters, Lauren Hill, um, what is it? I see Michael Bolton, Talib Kweli. Uh, John Legend. Yeah. Like a bunch, just a, just a, just a bunch of a bunch of people. Favorite rapper? I have to ask, where does, like, if everyone put got a gun to my head and said, who's Mumbury's favorite rapper, I would say Kanye West was one, two, and three. Am I wrong? No, Is you're Kanye- right. 100%. You're right. If I had to just listen to one discography um, all the whole time, Kanye would be number one. Easy. I think that's an easy choice. Yeah. Um, for me, he's definitely creeping up, but I definitely have Jay-Z above him. I definitely have Jay Z above it. Um, I know. Hip hop head, yo. No, 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 no. And it's it's not even like that. I think Jay Z. The blueprint, bro. No, it's, <laughs> Remember when you said death of autotune and then autotune just thrived for the next decade? It sure did. And it, wait, what was that song he did with Justin Timberlake? This is the death of autotune. <laughs> Uh, the rock for life, baby. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the college dropout is not only a millennial classic, it's a certified classic. Listen, I say this every time we are doing a public service for you guys, reminding you of the greatness that once was, but you should still enjoy. All right, take a walk. Smoke up, spark up, take a drink of some wine, put this album on, don't skip any songs, and just enjoy the greatness that is Kanye West. This is one of our generation's greatest albums ever, and it's probably up there. Mostly Kanye, greatest, celebrated, whatever album of all time. Kanye West is kind of a genius, and this album is uh, a great example to that case. Uh, Don't forget to like comment and subscribe. I will catch you guys. We will catch you guys on the flip. Deuces.